This is how difficult it is to turn around your personality. Okay. This is how difficult it is. At age zero, you're just developing it. And then it becomes harder and harder and harder to change your personality. And here's the problem. Here's the opportunities that you have to practice changing your personality around women. It like does this. So like think about you when you're when you're eight, nine, ten years old, okay? When you're eight, nine, ten years old, you're in school, there's a ton of women and a ton of people around you. You've got so much opportunity to change and mold and learn and figure out your personality, right? Like you get a little farther along, you get to high school and college. People are in cliques now. It's not boy, girl, boy, girl in classrooms and you're all partnered up. So there's like kind of cliques and groups and shit, but at least you still got like women around you and stuff, right? Um, your personality is a little bit more set. And then you hit these points of like, okay, now you're 30 years old. Now you're working. You've got a job in computer science. Even if there are women working, they all work in the front. You don't see any of them ever. You have no women to practice any social skills on. Your personality is a lot more ingrained at this point. Even the games that you play are like 95% men. And you're like, you're getting progressively more down these curves. Uh, so what Destiny's saying is that um, it's all about your personality, right? Like relationships and, you know, your ability to get girls is all about personality. Um, and it's not what the RP says, right? It's not about like um, money, status, game, and looks. Uh, utterly ridiculous. Um, this seems like a reality that's hard to get away from. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to. I don't know what the answer is to this. The answer is game. That's the answer. The answer is you understand female nature, so you understand like what is expected of you as a man, and then like your social skills improve by just going on dates, right? Like I don't, I don't know what to tell you. This is hard. Is this talking specifically about people who are working and not in uni? Yes, you dumb. If you're in university, you still have opportunity to meet a lot of girls, but yeah. I mean, in 2022, you have lots of opportunity to meet girls. You just can't do it during work, right? Whereas at school, you know, if you're in, you know, uh, grade school or whatever, of course, you, you don't have to do anything to meet girls, right? They're there. They're right there in front of you. It's hard to change your overall personality as you get older, but most people could easily improve their likability. Multiple. Yeah. Another thing, and I and this is something I started thinking about a lot over the past few months, because I started to think, because I, I can talk to a ton of women. I'm usually super fun with women. I don't have any anxiety at all. And I try to think about, like, well, I wonder what, because I went to an all-boys high school, so I didn't even have female classmates. So I don't know, like, how I picked that up. But I, now I'm thinking, I remember when I was, like, 15, 16, like, my whole friend groups were, like, almost all women. Because the girl that I dated, the women that I dated were all in the same friend group. And I was always going after school to hang out with them at the, um, it's called Marion High School in Omaha. Uh, it was an all-girls high school. So I'd always, um, she would pick me up from school because I didn't have money for a car. And then she would drive me and then I would just hang out with her and her four or five friends that were all girls. And I would hang out with them all day. And so I think that- I'm That's why you have your effeminate demeanor. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Like, um, he, so what Destiny is saying is it's all about personality, right? It's, it, it doesn't have to do with your looks. It doesn't have to do with, uh, you know, uh, who you know. It doesn't have to do with uh, your muscle. It doesn't have to do, like, and then he ends up in a, in a relationship with a girl that C-star CKs him. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Hello and welcome to Helios Blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. If you're new to the channel, liking the content, hit that sub, hit all for notification. Uh, if you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content, newly revamped, posting weekly content. Patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Uh, again, it's patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Um, 
By the way, I totally forgot to do this, but I need to change the overlay and I will do that right now. Um, there's actually been a new contributor. So I'm going to modify the overlay. One second. Uh, I just need to put my mic down. Uh, here we go. Okay, shout outs to, uh, one sec, I just need to find the proper box here. Latest donations, okay. So, uh, what's his name here? Let me find it. Adrian R. Okay, so shout outs to Adrian R. I'm gonna put you just above Tom M here because it's R, $10. Okay, oh, I should put here, I'll put the dollar sign before like I did before, and I let me copy and paste this. Okay, thank you, Adrian. And uh, top donations, and Adrian will be here as well. Okay, there you go. Thank, thanks so much, uh, Adrian. So again, you could drop me a donation, um, like Adrian R, Tom M, shout outs to them. Uh, okay, anyway, uh, let's continue with this video. For me, at a really, really early age, humble brag harder. It's not a humble brag, you retarded f It's just facts. Um, and at an early age, I was lucky enough that I got to socialize with a ton of women. And so then for me, it's like not a big deal. I don't think about it. But if I had gotten to college, because my hobbies were all very male-driven. I was very nerdy. I played star. And when I say nerdy, a lot of you guys don't know this, okay? Because you guys are all like 22. Back in my day, being a nerd meant you were a f***ing loser. It's not like today where nerds are cool and everybody wants to f Bezos and Zuckerberg. Back in my day, if you were a nerd, it was like pussy repellent, okay? You were kryptonite as soon as you started talking about some of the games you played, okay? Girls weren't like, oh, I love Smash and Pikachu. And they were like, oh, Pokemon, you must not shower, right? That's what it was like back in my day, okay? So I played games in an era when women didn't like them. There were almost no women involved in the hobby, any of that shit. Um, yeah, nowadays women are involved in the hobby because they're not competitive with the standard chads, and so they go for the chads that play the video games, right? Uh, that's they they now go for them because it's a less competitive market, right? There's chads in every market, right? But the girls in that market are saturated, right? But the but the games market wasn't, and so girls moved in, right? Anyway. And it was a way different scene, but I was lucky enough. But but if I hadn't had been socialized around like groups of women, if I hadn't had been in that area, uh, by the time I hit college, I was working 60 hours a week, school full time. I didn't have time to like talk to them. I didn't have very many women friend groups in college. I started, I had women friend groups when I was working, but um, I don't know what I would have done to turn my life around socially at that point. Like if I hit 22, 23 and I hadn't like had friend groups or women, I think I would just be fucked. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. So so what he's saying is to get laid, you need to have, to have female friends. False. Uh, plenty of guys uh, get laid without having any girl, like female friends, quote unquote, unless they're friends with benefits, I guess. Um, yeah. This, like, what is this ridiculous garbage? It's implying that you need to be friends first, right? That you need to be socialized in a female way first or whatever. Like, like Destiny is totally wrong about this. This is, like, if you're listening to advice by Destiny, you're going to get destroyed. Like... Uh, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I, so I don't know what the answer is other than like adult school where you like force like, okay, we're 30 years old for one year. All of you guys are going to be thrown together in classrooms again. You're going to learn to talk to each other. Um, yeah, it seems really, really, really difficult. It seems really, really, really difficult. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, with online dating and stuff, it's not, uh, if you're Chad, right. If you're the top, top 20, otherwise you're not getting, you know, you're not socializing. But by the way. 
how did people socialize before? It's funny that Destiny has no idea. But um, in the old order system, uh, you would socialize at church, right? You'd, you'd go to church on Sunday and uh, that's where everyone would be, right? And you'd listen to the sermon and then afterwards there'd be something, right? There'd be some kind of event that you guys would do everyone together or you know you're in uh church school or whatever i mean church school is when you're younger but you get what i'm saying um there would be some kind of events you know maybe um you know there'd be some kind of food that you have to eat for some some person that died or whatever and you know you you get into your tables and you're talking to people and you're eating the food and you're you know paying respects to that person but at the same time there's lots of opportunity for socialization right that's the that's the old system and in fact, in the old system, people would get married much earlier as well. And, you know, there'd be like community dances, uh, community events, all of that, because everything was much more community driven. But it isn't in 2023, right? But that's the old system where everything was kind of like a small town. You know, there'd be like, you know, um, giant community barbecue or, you know, whatever the equivalent was back then, um, and etc. All kinds of festivals for the community and so on, for people to socialize and get married and have children and so on. But it's not like that anymore, right? In 2023, everything is fragmented because divide and conquer, when everybody's weak and split and um, you can, all of the family units split and break up, then you can tax everybody, right? And you can make money off of people's misery effectively. Legit, one of the best things to happen to me was working front and retail for a few years. You're forced to be around women the majority of time just because most of front end is women. It's pretty shit at socializing. I would be so much worse without that. Yeah, for sure. Don't listen to Destiny's takes. He's just encouraging you to do nothing to be a coomer. I'm not encouraging you to do nothing. I don't I'm know. I'm telling that you, like, socialize with women. You have to find a way to socialize. I just don't know how to do it. But you have- it's very simple. Here's how. Are you ready? You ask girls on dates. That's it. And then you go on dates and you socialize. Like, very simple. Like, like just go on the d- like because guys they don't like socialization like is not the goal the goal is to get laid so go on the date and and fail a bunch of times until you figure it out right like how hard is that um and if you're not getting any dates it means you're not attractive enough to get dates so if you're not attractive enough to get dates become attractive enough to get dates and there you go this is what rp says it's very simple concept right like if you're not socialized and you're a loser nerd um, but you're really handsome and attractive, uh, then you can practice your charisma by just going on dates and you'll fail like 50 times, but whatever, 51st time you'll get it and bam, you're, you're off to the races, right? And it's not like the, the girls will, you know, put you in a metal box. They'll just not want to sleep with you. They'll friend zone you or whatever. And you know, you iteratively improve after a bunch of dates and there you go. Then you're good. That's, that's what you do. You have to socialize with, um, you have to socialize with women. You got to find a way to do it. I don't know how yet, but I'm telling you that the red pill way of be more masculine and embrace your masculine, all that shit, nobody gives a fuck, bro. You're not. That's not true. Factually incorrect. Women are more attracted to more masculine men. And that's not just in demeanor and in personality. It's also in appearance, right? If you have a masculine appearance, like let's say you look like a, you know, a boxer, a weightlifter, you look like a fighter, whatever. And then you also have like a a masculine kind of demeanor. No, women will definitely be attracted to that. Definitely. Without a doubt, they'll be attracted to that. Not gonna get women with that. You're, you're gonna get four women that are trying to escape their moms and dads. False. <laughs> That's the, like that shit is not the answer. There's just no f- way. There's no False. shot. Like it's really funny that Destiny says this, and yet his relationship is a is a unmitigated disaster. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Like uh, again, girls want a father figure in their life. So 
<laughs> like, uh, that's just how it is for, for women. Okay, anyway, um, here's an uh, uh, article by Rodo Tomasi. It's called A New Hope. Towards the end of the bitter taste of the RP, I wrote this. The truth will set you free, but it doesn't make the truth hurt any less, nor does it, take tr- uh, does it make truth any prettier. And instead, it doesn't absolve you of the responsibilities that truth requires. One of the biggest obstacles guys face in unplugging is accepting the hard truths that game forces upon them. Among these is bearing the burden of realizing what you've been conditioned to believe for so long were comfortable ideas, uh, ideals and loving expectations and, and that these things are really liabilities. Call them lies if you want, but there's a certain hopeless nihilism that accompanies categorizing what really amounts to a system that you're now cut away from. It's not that you're hopeless, it's that you lack the insight at this point to see that you can create hope in a new system, one in which you have more direct control. One of the hardest lessons I had to learn when I unplugged was throwing away hope. Not real internal personal hope, but rather the hope I'd been led to believe was a realizable state. If circumstances, if personalities, if fate or some other condition defined by the feminine imperative were just aligned in such a way that I'd been conditioned to believe it could, then that feminine defined contentment could be actualized. I wanted very much to realize that idealized state by defining hope or having it defined for me in a context that was never of my own choosing. Uh, I got just as depressed as anyone else when I unplugged. I got angry. I didn't want to think I'd invested so much of myself in something that was fundamentally unattainable uh, because my understanding of it had been incorrect. Um, My own unplugging was a gradual affair and came after a lot of drawn-out trauma. And yes, to realize that all of that trauma amounted to nothing after hoping and struggling to mold myself into something that I was led to believe was achievable was even more depressing. It wasn't until I realized that the hope I was sold came from the same social paradigm that never held my best interests as a priority that I threw it away. That was a tough day because I realized in doing so, I would have to find a new sense of hope for myself. It seemed very nihilistic at the time, and I had to really make an effort not to make that choice from a sense of self-pity. One particularly hard revelation I had to disabuse myself of was understanding that women love differently than men. That was tough to embrace because the old hope I was struggling to realize was based on the primary tenet of BP thinking, the equalist notion that men and women share a mutually recognized, mutually accepted concept of love. Once I understood this was an idealization rather than a reality, and that women can and do love men deeply, but an entirely different feminine specific concept of love, I discovered that I no longer hoped for that mutuality and embraced the hope that men and women could still genuinely love each other from their own perspectives of love without a mutual consensus. I remember then an older man I'd done some peer counseling with while in college and how this man had essentially striven his entire life to please and contend his ex-wife and his now second wife for more than 30 years. From his early 20s, he spent his personal life in a hopeful attempt at contenting, appeasing and qualifying for a mutually shared state of love he believed those women, the only two he'd ever had bedroom fun with, had a real capacity for. At 73, he spent his life invested in a hope that simply doesn't exist, that he can be loved as a man ideally believes a woman ought to be able to love him just as all the romantic, feminine-defined ideals of love he'd learned from a feminine-centric social order had convinced him of for so long. This is why I say that men are the true romantics, because the overwhelming majority will devote a lifetime to the effort of actualizing a belief uh, in a male-idealized love to find fulfillment in a woman and for that woman. Old hope for new hope. I hope that doesn't sound too fortune cookie, but it's a prime example of redefining hope in a new RP-aware paradigm. You can hope and thrive in a new RP context, I know I do, but it's much easier when you internalize RP truths and live with them in an RP context instead of force-fitting them into your old feminine-defined BP context. I can imagine what my marriage would look like if I haven't made the RP transition and learned to use that awareness of it. There are a lot of guys paying marriage coaches $149 an hour because they never did. There was a comment buried in last week's comment thread from Hobbes that was too good not to include. I think I get it. 
For years I've been bitter about this need to perform, about how this shows that women do not love us as we love, etc. And just now I was reviewing my old relationships and I recalled something. In each of my relationships, prior to meeting the woman I eventually fell in love with, I was constantly working on myself. I would get in shape, hang out with friends, explore my environment and work on myself and my music, etc. As soon as I would quote-unquote fall in love, I would slowly drop those activities. I'd focus on being a good boyfriend, I'd focus on providing and being what she wanted... Uh, what I thought she wanted, better said. And here is my eureka moment. What I recalled each time was being unhappy. What I recalled each time was feeling boxed in and kind of dull, feeling trapped. Is this what Rollo means when he says our response to women is a conditioning and that the sadness we get from RP truth is a result of behaving and believing something that's not really our nature, but the result of some- having someone else's behaviors and beliefs instilled into us? So I think I finally understand it for myself. The talk of putting yourself first, of performing, is really just a way of saying, you don't have to do what people say you're supposed to do in a relationship. You don't have to drop everything for her. You don't have to stop doing what you like and love, and you don't have to kiss her ass. In my case, I dropped everything for two reasons. One was to do what I thought I was supposed to do, what I heard women say they wanted from a man, what my mother said a man should be, etc. And the second reason was insecurity. I wanted her to love me. I didn't want to rock the boat. I was scared of losing her, and so eventually I did. I believe that in order for, for me to be worthy of her love, I had to go along and give her what she said she wanted, what I was taught she wanted. Is this what Rolo and everyone else is talking about? Because I think I finally get it. Up to now, I've faked my game to some extent. I just knew better than to do certain things or do things I knew would make me attractive to women. But seeing this now, not only am I realizing there's nothing to be bitter about, I was always happier working on myself and my interests and actually resentful of having to stop them. But that I'm actually happier doing this thing women want is called performing. In a way, you are performing, as Rolo says, either way. If you stop and think you can rest, in many ways you're doing so because you've been conditioned to believe, as I was, that you should. That real love meant you could and should. Anyway, maybe this is simply me and my personal experience, but it makes sense to me. And I think this has revealed to me something monumental, personally. Maybe other guys have, no, uh, have a different experience of it, but this is how I've seen it played out in my life. I feel better. All right. Back to this disaster of a video hey destiny how much of the breakdown in intersexual communication is women's fault rather than men i am firmly in the camp that if you're blaming men or blaming women that you're not actually looking to up or improve anything you're just trying to like farm content off of incel like you online that, that's it um and it's not or maybe that's just my mentality i don't care i'm not trying to like blame women or blame men i don't care like just look at the situation what is it and then try to like navigate from there um the reality is is women are 100 at fault for how the dating market is today and men are 100 at fault for how the dating market is today um okay so while that is true let me explain a bit about how it actually goes okay because it is true it takes two to tango, and that's absolutely that, that is absolutely a true statement. But here's how it goes. In 2023, girls go for the top 20% of men. And actually, if you look at dating um, uh, apps, it's actually more like the top 5%. <clears throat> so all these girls are sharing the bedroom fun of the top 5% of these guys, and 95% of men are left in the dirt. And so obviously, it is men and women contributing to the problem but it's most women and a small percentage of men the other 95 percent of men that want to get laid they're also contributing to the problem in this way they're giving girls free attention and validation which makes them believe that they're better than they are which makes them even more inclined to chase chad right so the bottom 95 percent of men need to stop giving girls attention for free 
so that they don't get inflated egos for nothing. And the top 5% of men need to stop sleeping with all of them. Now, how is that gonna, like, happen? It's not, right? Chads are gonna chad, regardless of what you say. And, I mean, Billy's gonna Billy, regardless of what you say. And that's the sad part, right? Now, before, the way they fixed it is with laws and religion, right? So, the laws said, uh, bedroom fund before marriage is illegal. Religion said, bedroom fund before marriage is immoral. And so, people got married in their 20s, early 20s, had children right away, and there was less infidelity, though there was still infidelity, without a doubt, right? It was just less. And these controls were put in place to stabilize society, right? Now that they're not in place anymore, society is destabilized. But it's absolutely true. Both men and women contribute to the problem, of course, in different ways. Absolutely true. You can't just say it's all women's fault. It would be false. But you can't say it's all men's fault. That would also be false. It's, it's absolutely true. Everything that exists in society is a dynamic that we play off of each other. Women do stupid things, often because men did stupid things, often because women did stupid things, because men did dumb things, because women did dumb things, because men did dumb things. Like that's- so what Destiny is saying is that it's a cyclical uh, process that kind of bounces from A to B to C to D and so on, right? And while I'm inclined to agree, um, one cannot deny that this crappy society... Um, when you discuss it from a relationship standpoint, uh, has arisen because of the, you know, the advent of the birth control pill, you know, the destruction of religion, um, you know, no-fault divorce, and all of that, right? In, in countries like the Philippines, for example, where divorce is illegal, um, you have less issues like you have in the United States, for example. And that's just to name one example. Um, countries in general that are more conservative have less issues with um, with the problems that you're seeing in the in the United States, uh, the dysfunctional garbage you're seeing, um, you know, um, women that are raised properly uh, tend not to become single mothers as often, and so on, right? And um, you know, this and and men that are raised properly tend not to end up in you know metal box or doing illicit substances. So it is hugely problematic in 2023 the way we're going about things. I agree. That's how all of it works. Like, we all play off of each other, and that's, like, how society has moved forward since the dawn of time. True. So if you're ever trying to, like, levy the blame or squarely, you know, shouldered on one party, you're probably... Oh, uh, and there's something else. We right now live in a femme-centric society, uh, but when we lived in a male-centric society, right, in a, in a patriarchy, we don't live in a patriarchy right now in 2023. There's no patriarchy. It's a, it's a matriarchy. Um, but when we did... Um, these conservative institutions were established basically to make the the bedroom fund marketplace more fair, right? It was kind of like bedroom fund socialism, and it worked, right? Ironically, it works in a bedroom fund sense, uh, but it doesn't work in a economic sense. It's it's pretty it's pretty funny. Anyway, probably missing some part of the bigger picture, and that's that's usually the issue is that if you are if you're blaming one gender. You're an idiot because you're probably missing something that you or your gender is doing. That's the problem. It's like when we got into that argument of fresh fruit, like, oh, women play games. They do. A lot of women Indeed. play a lot of stupid games. But why? Because, because men play games too, right? And why do men play games? Sometimes men play games because maybe women suck at communicating because women don't communicate what they want exactly. That's not why. Men play games because they're charred, because they're top 5%, right? And so they play games because they have the options to be able to play games, right? So 
the modern 2023 marketplace looks like this. Top 5% of uh, men, they have gigantic options and basically act like women do in relationships. And the bottom 95% of men, they have nothing. And the top 95% of women, uh, they act like they're sugar spice and everything nice and they can do no wrong. Uh, and the bottom 5% are invisible. But the top 95%, um, and, and basically what they do is they use that um, attitude to their advantage and and, uh, and the free attention they get to their advantage, right? To be able to, con- to control effectively. Okay, anyway, uh, let's go on to the Reddit post from Relationship Advice posted one hour ago. Wow. Uh, I, 25 male, think I'm getting scammed by my GF who's 32. Well, uh, already you can tell what's wrong. It's a 32-year-old with a 25-year-old. If the if the ages were reversed, if it was a 32-year-old man and a 25-year-old girl, it's okay, it works. But not the other way around. Okay, first off, I'm 25 and I've never had a girlfriend before. No, that's that's typical. Um, in 2023, it's very typical. 95% of men get nothing. So, and then these older women, right, who've who've rode the CC, then they take advantage and they get a younger guy like this to uh, take to the cleaners, right? Okay, anyway, I decided to go on a dating site to try and find love, and I was able to find someone that helped me remember what it was like to fall in love a month ago. We mostly talked through Discord, she tells me that she loves me and calls me a cute nickname, and she even told me a bit about herself. And she sends me pics of herself when I ask if I could get a glimpse of her beauty. Oh, red flag. Glimpse of her beauty. This is, um... What's it called? It's indicative of a white knight chivalrous mindset. Uh, the guy is totally BP. Um, but recently, some things that she's asked me to do has got me a little bit paranoid. It started off with me sending her a little money to help pay her rent or a medical bill for her daughter. But now she tried to get me to g- get a gift card so she could get some cash, so she could sign up for some side job. Something I didn't immediately notice was when I sent her money through a money sending app, her name didn't match her profile name on Discord or a profile on the dating site. The name, whatever, came up. A boy's name. I really don't want to believe that I'm getting scammed because she sent me pictures of herself and her daughter. I wanted to find love and I nearly cried when driving my car thinking that I'm getting scammed and I'm almost crying right now typing this. I've sent nearly $2,000 to her already and I'm starting to get suspicious. I really hope that I'm just getting paranoid. Can someone please help me? When I looked online, um, some normal people mentioned it was a scam. It is a scam. You're getting scammed. But this reveals a deeper issue. It reveals that some men are so desperate to for, for love and connection that they'll take anything, including this. That's 2023, guys. Okay, let's look at the top comment. If it doesn't say it's a scam, yes, you're getting scammed. 500 upvotes. 100% scam. Sorry, bro. Okay, good. All right. Yeah, if they ask for money, they're a scammer. Okay, uh, we're going to end the video there, guys. Again, if you're new to the channel, liking the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with um, exclusive content, newly revamped, posting weekly. It's patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Again, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. If you'd like to support me, you can also drop me a donation. Um, like Tom M here and Adrian R, shout outs to them. Again, guys, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to the content. I really do appreciate it, especially if you listen to the end. Thank you so much, guys. Take care of yourselves, and I will see you next time.